Greetings. It's the Hospital Podcast number 18. With your host, London Electricity. And today we are in conversation with MC Rec. Right, so. You right, man? How's it going? Not too bad, not too bad. It's been a long time coming and I apologise for not getting you on sooner. There was, uh, it wasn't deliberate, you know, I wasn't trying to keep you away or anything. I know you thought I was. Darking me out, innit? Exactly. Consistent moaning. But you managed to moan yourself on here anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'll moan myself everywhere, Tom. I gave up. <laughs> now, um, I think, um, I'm going to let this, this, this tune roll in a minute, but, uh, ladies and gentlemen, what, what you're going to hear something quite interesting today. Uh, it's going to be how the cogs work inside the mind of an MC and inside the mind of a particularly unusual MC as well. I'm going to leave you with the Cinco Hall Collateral. stitch him up. He was such a liar. I would not do that. <laughs> it's alright man. It's a mild concern, let's just say that. <laughs> you don't have to be frightened, honestly. But I've known you for a while now, Tony, and I know what you're capable of. 
I love this tune though, big up Nuto, this is, this is a naughty little thing at the moment. Missing Link. Yeah. Madness out very, very, very soon. He's back. Hotly anticipated. So, um, what have you been up to? I'm, uh, we haven't seen each other much recently. I know, I know, it's kind of our schedules haven't really clashed, it's weird isn't it? Because people always think we're always doing gigs together, but yeah, I haven't seen, I've seen you here and there, innit? Little, little gigs here and there, but yeah. I've been busy, innit? I've been out on the circuit, doing the MC thing every weekend all over the place and uh, just keeping the momentum. And I've started a new label now as well, Mum's The Word Records and a little management company, so. I like that, Mum's The Word, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. We were toying with that and shush, but you know, I just feel like Mum's no, The Word. No, no, no. Shush is a little bit... It's a bit housey. Yeah, that's and it's what I was a bit Hoxton as well. <laughs> yeah. I like Mum's The Word. Yeah, cheers. So yeah, we've been working Perfect. on that and we've got a little management thing on the side of that, so. Wicked. My days are spent looking after other people now, other artists. See, this is like this is one of the things that um, I've always admired about you is not only are you one of the best MCs in the game, but you do about ten thousand other things as well. Yeah, well, I've always come from the, the sort of way of thinking that never put all your eggs in one basket, and I'm quite a pessimist in life, you know. So I always think that everything's going to fuck up around the corner. So. You know, it's like, uh, that's why you can never stop, really. I don't know. I'd like to take six months off and just do other things, but you, you can never, you know, I always think, oh, the gigs might dry up tomorrow, or the label might fuck up tomorrow. So I don't know, I always just keep going and keep different things running because I'm a pessimist at heart. See, you're actually a very positive pessimist because although, you see, one of the funny things about you is that although you are one of the moaniest bastards I've ever met <laughs> in my life, you're also yeah. one of the funniest people I know. And like one of the nicest people just to spend time with oh, when, you're, when you're touring. And uh, it's because what a lot of people don't understand is that peop- a lot of people moan in the wrong way. Yeah. And there are people out there who we all we all know people like that. Some some of them are our friends. Some of them we just really hate. But these people, they moan about life in a boring way. Yeah. Yeah. Now. Thing I've learned from you probably more than anyone else is that if you're going to moan you've got to do it in, a, in an entertaining way <laughs> yeah. so that people actually enjoy listening to you moan well it's, it's classic British humour isn't it I mean I kind of grew up loving John Cleese and people like that and just the way that they turn bad situations into good situations just, Wicked. just general moaning I, I, I don't know I find it funny I like Jack D and those kind of people I think it's I don't know it just makes light of any situation you're in isn't it so I think you could actually like you could take this further, John, and you could actually you could go to a university and teach creative moaning. <laughs> yeah. You know, instead of creative writing or you know anything like that, it's actually creative moaning. And uh, we have an example queued up. Yeah, a lot of things really pissing me off on a day-to-day basis. Wanted to share with you all my list. 
the great British monarch. Yes, you know, I got this sewn up. I smoke weed, I don't do nose up. If you want to complain, then phone up. What's the moan about? Plenty. The glass ain't half full, it's half empty. Life can be cruel, life can be deadly. How pissed off am I? Yeah, very. First of all, I'd like to be dressed. Talk about a few things, get off my chest. First of all, these internet forums. I don't really like these internet forums. People slag me off in internet forums just because of their internet boredom. All you slag me on these forums, I hate you like I hate traffic wardens. That's why I dislike you like. I'll see up kids that baby for the mic and come up to me like give me a chance all i want to do is just bless the dance and give me 16 or 32 and let me show you what i can do i'm like leave me alone trying to work leave me alone you're gonna get hurt now i don't like the army i don't like the police i don't like war with it would cease i don't like pissed up arrogant men fights i don't like pissed up larry head nights i don't like tarts don't like bimbos the choice of transport is why it's just the most i don't like cues they make me stress trains or planes or the nhs i don't like midday tv mel and sue trisha or sweeney they're so kind of Mel, that's cheesy, yeah. Life is hard, believe me. I don't like blue top milk. I don't like blue or Kilroy Sill. I don't like Kit when you got new crepes. Look at them nice white brand new crepes. Then someone goes and disrespects. Pushes past you and steps on the trainers. I don't like being away with strangers. I don't like terrorist threats or dangers. I don't like it when the police fly by. Don't like it when they ask you why. Where you been? What you do? Name and date of birth in the crew. Don't answer back. Don't argue. Quick pad down, find weed in the shoe. Is this happening? Is this true? Now my fuck, what my gonna do. I don't like stuck-up designer shops. I don't date girls who cry a lot. I don't really care for top of the pops. I don't like people who hunt the fox. Now I don't hang out with aristocrats. I'll rephrase that. Aristocrats are estate agents of estate swats. When they knock down trees and build more flats. I get pissed off when I buy a CD and there's only two songs. That I lie. That ain't right. That's a scandal. That is wrong. Now I'm not really into them trendy bars. Just full of wannabes and A&Rs who say things like Sabarara. Daddy just bought me a new Jaguar. I don't like parents who swear with their kids. I don't like pissed up and beef for trips. I don't like perps. I don't like weirdos. I don't like men who swim in speedos. I don't like it when they make my tea weak. Don't like it when girlfriends cheat. Don't like it when be hard to speak and then they call me for guest list later that week. I don't like sue face street on road. Don't like fake tans all sang gold. I don't like chaps. I don't like yobs. I don't like poor off keys of jobs. Really really hate them bloody ringtones. That crazy frog. Bloody ringtone. I wish someone would ban that ringtone. Kill that frog and the twat that made it. I don't like pop idol. Don't like Simon. I don't like it when artists my one haters in the game yeah you might try some i don't even like this beat so i'm gone what are we on the air yes you are yes indeed uh, i like to hear a new beat on the request line so john yeah how autobiographical is that track oh by the way by the way that's called the great british moan up and it's me it's by mc rec so i've played that before and um i promised that you would you tell all, you know, what's it about? Where's it come from? It just got, I don't know really, just, uh, you know, loving a moan, innit? I just heard this beat one day and thought, fuck it, I'll have a little moan up. And uh, it's kind of what happened really, and it's kind of been the sort of best thing that I've done to date. But it's all very, very true, you know, like I really don't like my tea week, I like it very strong. I don't like it I'm when with girlfriends you on that one. cheat, you know, I don't like it when people don't speak to you and then call you up and ask you for guest listen, you know. I don't like people that moan on forums, I don't like midday TV. All that kind of shit. It's all it's all true, really. I think it speaks for a lot of people. They just haven't said it on music before. Wicked. I think um, it's 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 a totally unique tune, and uh, there is nothing like it. It's brilliant. When's it coming out? Uh, it's supposed to come out in February. Um, I'll tell you exact details when it's all signed and sorted. But yeah. Okay, one of those. Yeah. In progress. Yeah. Good, but don't leave it too long, yeah. No, I know, I know, I know. So a lot of people are after it. 
And uh, are you still um, are you still downloading it for free, or have you shut that one? No, down? we shut that off. We shut that off months Same. ago, man. We shut that off months ago. Some people said to me, "That's really not a good idea," you know. So uh, I think it was a good idea. I do. It, it built some buzz, but it didn't hurt the Arctic Monkeys, did it? No, totally. So go support that. DJ Zinc versus Scream request line. You are on Hospital Podcast number 18 with London Electricity and MC Reg. His tune is disgusting. <laughs> So's the other side as well. well. I haven't heard it. That's because you ain't been listening to the <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I've been reading the copy of Rewind magazine. You have heard it. I shall know you've heard it. I played it out when you've been there. Oh, okay. And, and you liked it. of hybrid disgustingness. Big tune. I always thought it was really nice of someone to write a song about Kate Bush. Because I like Kate Bush.
Okay, it's taking me back. Do you know what I mean? Um, so for those of you out there who, who don't fully know their, their London Electricity biography off by heart, uh, we used to have a live band called London Electricity Live. Um, and yeah. me and Rec were both in London Electricity Live. Certainly were. Seems like an awful long time ago, but we did our final gig in, it was in December, wasn't it, last year? Yeah, it's about a year ago. Yeah, pretty much a year ago. Um, I can't really ask objective questions because I was there, but what what do you miss most of all about it? Uh, the banter and collective moaning, and you know, it was it was wicked, didn't it? I wouldn't change a thing, you know. What I mean, there's ups and downs and merry-go-rounds, but it was wicked. Saw the world with seven mates and uh, rocked thousands of people and smoked a lot, drunk a lot, didn't sleep much, and it was fucking wicked, really. You know what I mean? I do. Collective moaning was a big part of it, though. I did Collective like moaning was essential. Because it spreads like wildfire, and it? One, one person starts, next person, next person, and soon you've got an army of moaners. I mean, that was actually, back in the day when I was planning on putting the band together, um, the main reason that I decided to start working with Jungle was because I couldn't believe what was coming out of his mouth. Well, he is like El Presidente of the Moaning Society. He is, it's true. You've you got to give respect to Jungle for that. You know, he, he moans like nobody else on this planet. Yeah, he makes me look weak. I need to step my moan game up when I'm around him. He needs to do his own tune, man. He needs to do his own moan up. Yeah, in that sort of Devonshire accent. Like yeah, yeah, that. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. But I mean, like, you know, on that subject, obviously Jungle is a, is a king moaner. Um, Andy also, Andy was a bass player. Yeah, he's got He had his own, very own style of moaning. How would yeah. you describe that? Well, it was, it was kind of more left of centre with a sort of hint of sarcasm and darkness, but, you know... Uh, you know, a different strand to the moaning tree, but very effective. And, uh, yeah, kind of it, slightly know? more subliminal yeah. and, and actually a bit darker, I found. Yeah, 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 but, you know, we've got to work in different ways and, uh, you know, moaning is moaning at the end of the day, but, yeah, he's and definitely got a bit of moan. Very rarely did Leanne moan, Leanne Carroll, who's, who is, like, you know, one of the best singers on this planet. Um, very rarely did she moan. Yeah, I'll go with that. I mean, like, everyone had a bit of moaning them, but she was... The least money of all the, the miners, yeah. She saw that she saw that she always sees the sort of you know the glasses half full with her. Yeah, and she's like For me it's half empty. You know, she's she's seen so much of the world and she's like seen so much of the music business, not all of it good. And she could moan to her heart's content, but she's one of those people who chooses not to, just gets on and like channels it all into her music, doesn't she? Yeah. Well, like my mum says, I think she rises above it, innit? So That's very true. The wisdom. Yeah. Hats off to Leah. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, then we had the landslide. Now, the landslide didn't really moan, but what? He used to do something else, didn't he? He just kind of flipped out every now and again. Every six months, he'd just get naked and flip out. It was weird, but uh, now he's going to beard. It's all gone wrong to him. But, no, he, yeah, you're right. He, he didn't really moan, but he, uh, I don't know, he, he kind of just... It instigated with a lot of kind of funny little games. Well, he used to shoot people as well, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, that's basically it, the water pistols. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was always armed and dangerous. Yeah, and uh, one of the things I regret about the band is that, because I was in a position of responsibility, um, and I couldn't really moan too much, but it ended up with me bottling it up. And at times I got too serious. Yeah, you know, well, it's hard, it's hard when it's like on your shoulders, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, well, it's your baby, isn't it? It's, it's difficult, you've got to kind of keep the thought together and play dad in a, in a, in a, in a sense, but... Yeah. I don't well, know, certain times I remember when we were away and it's kind of in a very different part of the world and 
there'll be a tour manager and be someone else looking after us and then you can kind of it's not on your shoulders and you that was nice you've got a lot of mining potential side and we did see, <laughs> 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 did see a little glimmers of brilliance every now and again you know well, uh, the hotel in Southampton oh shit yeah <laughs> that girl's still wiping the spit off her face yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've actually um, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say this on air but recently I've been having some anger management counselling because because I've got a baby on the way and I wanted to sort myself out before, before my little boy's born. But didn't you lose I it in an airport or something? I didn't want him to learn off me, do you know what I mean? And it is working, I'm glad to say. I think, I hope, I'm now a nicer person. You seem more chill tone, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know just because you haven't seen me for a couple of months, but you seem more chill. That's, that's probably what it is, actually. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think one of the things that I, that I miss most of all, like you say, is the banter. Um, and it is also, uh, it's also like hearing you moaning about food. Yeah, well, I, you know. I, I used to be with a cunt to you sometimes. I know, like, when we were in restaurants and, like, and there was really loads of nice exotic food on the menu and you'd always order chicken. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what all MCs do, isn't it? That's, that's what we do. What, what is it? What is it with MCs and chicken? No, I don't know. Well, I've got, you know... It's not it's just about chicken for me. It's not just you, man. No, it's not just about chicken for me personally, but when you're on tour, sometimes it's the safest thing. And you can get bored of Wiener Schnitzel, innit? And pork schnitzel for 10 days in a row in the depths of Germany. Big no, up Germany. can't get bored with that. You can get bored of I everything. I can't get bored with that. Uh, I, I, listen. I can't get bored with anything that's got pork in it. I'm yeah, sorry. Because you love pork, innit? And some of the smells of your farts on the tour bus were disgusting. Here we go. If we want to draw it, we can draw it. <laughs> Here we go, wicked. I've got something nice for later. Oh, shit. Um, but uh, you totally thrown me with that one now. I can't believe you said that on air, man. Oh. It was like, before we started, right, John, John was going, you're not going to stitch me up, are you? What are you going to ask me? I need to be prepared, innit? Well, that's not a stitch up, innit? It's just a fact. If you eat too much pork, your, your farts smell horrible. Play some music, Tony. Oh, I missed the music as well, though, innit? The music was dope, man. The music okay, was yeah, good. Yeah, we can't yeah, forget yeah, about yeah. the music. Don't I forget about the music. Forgetting about something. It was, it was a fucking good laugh. But back, back to my, um, back to my thing. What is it with MCs and chicken? Now I know you try to make out that you're different from other MCs, but it's a fact, well-known fact, that MCs only eat chicken. Now, okay, with one or two maybe slight exceptions, but in general, it's true, isn't it? Well, a lot, you know, a lot of MCs are Afro-Caribbean as well, so it's the choice food for the Afro-Caribbean community a lot of the time. But I understand that, but I know a lot of white MCs yeah. who also insist on chicken. Yeah, I have to talk about the SP and Verse and various heads about this. But, uh, yeah, I know what you're saying, it is a cliche, and a lot of the time I kind of fell into that kind of like, stereotype. I heard a story last week, I ain't going to name names, yeah. right? But there's a very, very uh, up-and-coming producer from the Liquid side. Yeah. Um, who has got his studio at his, mum, his mum's house and he invited a very well-known MC to come and feature on a track. Now, this MC, um, as soon as he came into this producer's house, he said, uh, he said, right, you've got, and he named his name, you've got me in your studio, how about that? And then he followed it up with, where's my chicken? Wicked. <laughs> right? Because uh, this producer lives in a country that's well-known for its chicken and uh, his chicken dishes. And he said, where's my chicken? And, like, and this producer had to go and ask his mum to cook chicken for this MC before this MC would start recording the session. You see, that does seem a little bit 
excessive. I wouldn't do that, you know, I mean, I'd be more like, where's the weed at or something. But... No, you, you'd never come to my house and say, where's the weed? No, no, I wouldn't. I'd bring it myself. <laughs> but... Exactly. But yeah, that does seem a little bit off-key. Yeah. Um, maybe they just, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's one, of those, one of those, like, continuing mysteries in life is, like, MCs and chicken and I'm, I'm kind of I'm, you know I like my food I like talking about food and I'm very yeah. interested in, in the origins of people's food taste well I don't think it's too risky it's not too boring you can have it loads of different ways and it just works Tony I don't know I, don't like, know. I remember one time you, you and me we were in a five star I think maybe they've been in Brazil five star hotel yeah the most amazing breakfast spread you have ever seen with everything under the sun and some things you never imagined for breakfast you walk in beans on toast <laughs> and cornflakes yeah <laughs> I mean, they had smoked salmon, they had champagne, they had trout. I used to make they people. Had, like, they had, like, huge plates of, like, exotic fruits, like, pawpaw and all that kind of stuff. And For me, though, when I'm away on, on tour, toast. I just like the familiar things. You know what I mean? I'm not, I'm not a guy that likes change, Tony. You know that. I don't like change too much. And if it's change, it's got to be gradual. So if we want to lean man, into wicked. it, it's like, I want those familiarities on tour. I'm a different place, different languages, different writing. At least I want to see his fucking eggs and bacon on my plate in the morning. That just makes me feel nice and it sets me up tone, you know? It's just British, I love it. So what's your um what's the most exotic food dish that you're into at the moment? Come on, surprise me. Um Well my girlfriend's an amazing cook, so she sort of hits me for all sorts of different things that I don't know the name of. But I mean I, I get a very varied diet. But I did eat some crocodile with you and zinc in Australia. Yeah you did. And that actually. is about as deep as I've got recently. You did, man. And I've got to say it tastes exactly like chicken. And you know why that is? Because birds were originally reptiles. Get in there, Tony. A little fact for the day. Love that. Little science lesson there. Big up all chicken massive. Enough respect. Cannot get enough of this tune. It's DJ Tak all the way from Tokyo in Japan. Co-produced with Makoto, it's called What I'm Talking About. soon come on Future Sound of Tokyo it's going to be out next February big shout out to the TAC move back to Tokyo for good now we are missing you mate John, tell us a little bit about your record label, man. Like, what you got coming out on it? So, sorry, I said man. I'm man. Sorry, I'm sorry. 
that just kind of slipped out in a sort of Giles Peterson kind of yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll take that back. What have you got coming out of your record label, person? Um, well, we had the first release out last week, uh, 30th of October, Part Time Heroes, the Realize EP. Little four tracker kind of. Nice. Just want to make this not drum and bass, it's not hip hop, this is kind of. You need a drum and bass mix on that tune though, on that realised tune. Yeah, too. You do, man. Well, any offers, Tony, you know? <laughs> Little mates from mates rates. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> we'll work something out. Yeah, alright, I like that. Um, so yeah, that came out and it's um, it's kind of more. Stitch me up again, yeah. I've just realised. <laughs> Love that. You heard it here, that's, that's better than writing, isn't it? <laughs> but um, yeah, so that came out. It's kind of more jazz. New jazz kind of soul, it's, it's kind of more a little bit more grown up, kind of Radio 2, little Radio 6 vibe to it. But uh, So that came out yeah, last week and um, I haven't checked the sales figures yet, but it seems to have done well, sold out in a lot of record shops. And it's an amazing, amazing tune, so uh, yeah, I'm not playing it because matey here didn't bring it in. I was like, have you got a copy? He's like, no. Yeah, sorry, I thought Chris Goss went upstairs, but Chris Goss is in China. Yeah, but um, yeah, so the radio support's been good, Giles and Mr. Scruff, Patrick Forge. And been some good press so like uh, yeah it seems to be going well and we've got um, a little free mix CD out with Addicts at the moment so there's 10,000 of them wicked somewhere and then uh, yeah another EP for them to come in the new year and um, I think we're going to be doing a little 12 with LSK from Faithless as well so see that's looking kind of nice he's co-written a track with him and Maxi Jazz um, oh wicked that is really really naughty and uh, we're just sort of working out if we're going to do a 12 Maxi Jazz from Time always one of my favourite MCs yeah man so so yeah that's kind of running and uh, we're just kind of doing it very slowly and thoroughly and I'm not trying to put out seven, eight, nine records a year I'm trying to do things you know properly that is the way yeah and then I'm in no rush so uh, that is the we'll way keep the momentum in the presence but we'll do it properly so Wicked. I think um, we're going to move on to demo time now. Exciting. Uh, people. Do send your demos via AIM to Hospital Dubs. Dubs with an S, not with a Z. And uh, the demo inbox is on all the time. It only gets listened to by me. So don't worry, we'll not abuse your music. If you don't want us to play it on the radio, on sorry, on the podcast, uh, do say so in the file. This is one that I received that I really like. Yeah, we gotta make the best it's by someone called Decade, and it's called Roll With It. I have no information whatsoever about the author. Do get in touch, let me know who you are.
So I think while we're listening to music from uh, from a, a new and unsigned producer, it's a good opportunity to talk about one of the other strings in your bow, which is management. Yeah. Now, why would you want to become a manager? Uh, yeah, a lot of people ask for that, actually, because it's quite a lot of work. Um, but I don't know, I just uh, I get quite a lot of enjoyment and fulfilment from uh, working other people's products, really. And I think it's, it's, uh, I've been an MC for 10 years, and it's fucking hard to make it as a sort of recording artist if you want to get to the level of Mike Skinner or Dizzy Rask or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, there comes a time when you start to feel different music and I personally, I manage the part-time heroes and the next men and I just like their music more than mine really, so. The next men, I mean, legends. Big, big, big producers. Proper legends. So yeah, so I, and I kind of feel their music more, it excites me more and, and I get a lot of enjoyment at sitting on the phone and on the computer and working people's products. And uh, yeah. I could kind of identify with that. I mean, I would never want to be a manager, but it comes into what I do. Well, yeah, you, in a sense, manage but a lot of your artists. Like we yeah, we, well, collectively we do as a label, yeah, like with, with Tom and Chris and that. But, I mean, um, the one thing I love doing is bringing through new talent. Yeah, it's exciting, know. isn't it? It's, it's, one, it's one of the most satisfying parts of a job like this, mm. you know, is, is seeing new talent grow. And it's also just part of the pension plan, isn't it? I don't want to be MC when I'm 45, I tell you it straight. I'll come and do your birthday party or something like that in a couple of little... Nice little social gatherings, but I don't want to be out there wicked, every wicked. weekend when I'm 45, 55. Wicked. MCing is uh, it's, it's fucking knackerness, you know, go, you know what I mean? It's like, it's not just a gig, it's travelling there and changing planes and trains and cars and it's, it's knackering and so I, I yeah, want to yeah, have a backup you know, plan, you know? You'd be alright, man, because like, I mean, you, you already wear a scarf to all your gigs. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're the only MC who wears scarves when, yeah. when they're MCing. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It's so uh, it'd be alright. You could have your slippers and, and your pipe as well. You yeah. Know? Yeah, it could be nice, but I don't know. It's just one of those things I want to have something to fall back on and I just generally enjoy it. And uh, the next men's new album is shaping up proper. And, uh, When's it out? It's out in May, scheduled for May on Antidote Century. Wicked. And uh, yeah, Alice Russell's on there and Fre- Freddie's Drop and Maxi Jazz and LSK, all sorts of people. So it's... I think it's going to be wicked. I'm really genuinely excited about it. So, yeah. It's mental, man. You've, you've kind of en- you've ended up, not ended up, but you've like you are now at a point in your life where you're you're properly in there in the whole kind of like UK jazz community. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm st- I, you know, I'm learning and I make mistakes all the time, and uh, I don't claim to be. Luckily, I've got a wicked business partner, Mark Simon, who's just so on it, and uh, you know, he worked at Sony and he worked with Jamiroquai and he worked with a lot of different people, and he's so on it, and. Uh, we both bring different things to the table, but I couldn't do it on my own, there's no way. Because I live in Brighton as well, you need to have someone in town. But, uh, yeah. Big All good. Mark. What's this anyway? This is this Yeah, is this is early. like, this is absolutely new, brand new, exclusive. It's by Spy. Yeah. Insane piece of work. And a very nice guy too, I might add. But you can listen to this now.
Keep It Locked to the Hospital podcast in conversation with MC Rep. If you want information on the whole hospital family business, just go to hospitalrecords.com. If you've got any messages, any comments, any criticisms, you can reach me, myspace slash London Electricity. You can email us, it's podcast at hospitalrecords.com. Do reach out and make, make contact. There's no such thing as a free lunch. I think um, I think Rhett's going to tell you all about our next big event at Heaven. Yeah, yeah. When is it? 24th of uh, November. Just a couple of weeks away then. The usual Ram Jam session. You know it's always fire and fire down there. So you got the execution at Andy C. High contrast. Someone called Tony Coleman. Logistics, scientific matri- matrix, even in Future Bound. Danny Bird, Dog Hill, in the spot. And uh, yeah, 31 in the second room, forward in room three, and the Wawa guys getting all jazzy and chin stroking for myself, GQ, and Darison on the mic. It's going to be big. Yeah, you're going to be in the Wawa room, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Chang up all your new jazz mates. Oh, I don't forget my roots. I'm still in drum bass. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, I'm still yeah, here yeah, every yeah, weekend, yeah. putting it down. So uh, you mentioned um, you mentioned a young man under the name of Danny Bird. Yeah. I was in Slovenia with him last week, actually. Very funny guy. Where? where? Slovenia? Yeah, Slovenia. Really? Yeah. With Danny? Yeah. Did, did he have some time to, like, chew the fat? Yeah, <laughs> we did. How was that? Oh, it's funny. He's, he's a funny geezer, isn't it? Very funny, very smutty. I like his sense of humour. He has been stitches. I can't wait to have him on the podcast, to be honest. Yeah. yeah he's in America at the moment, actually. He was like... Sipping scissor. He got hold of me on AIM and he said, he said, What's Rick told you about me? <laughs> What's he told you? What's he told you? We just went deep, innit? We went deep. I said, look, if you've got any secrets, don't share them with Rex. They'll be over the whole community in about five seconds. <laughs> That's no, not true, Danny. I'm only joking, man. I'm only joking. <laughs> Danny, he told me everything. It's true. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Tickets for Heaven are on sale on the hospital shop, on Ticketweb, and all good record shops in the UK. And uh, luckily they're selling very, very fast, which is nice because it means it's going to be very full. And uh, my baby might actually have been born by then. If it's born on the same night as the event. Will you turn up? Then, uh, well, will I turn up? I don't know. <laughs> Probably not. Will you turn up with a kid? Yeah, I'll, I'll turn up with my with my baby in my record bag. Here plugs in. In your record bag. Absolutely. <laughs> with my plates. Yeah. Jesus, I feel for that kid. It's not even here yet. It's all about bonding, you know. It's all about, it's all about making your child part of your life, you know. Immersing it in the music from the off. Absolutely. 
Yo, can we pick up the Brighton crew as well? Because Steve, Steve's like, my housemate Steve, he runs hospitality on Brighton. He's like, make sure I get a shout when he go on the podcast. So Steve, here's his shout. Big, big shout, big shout to Steve. Bigger shout to Joe, all the filthy media hospitality people. Second of December down there, Audio Brighton. It's always rammed, it's always packed. It is always amazing. Very sweaty. Okay, now I think it's time to let the good people of the universe know what are the five hottest download tunes in drum and bass. This is the trackitdown.net drum and bass download top five. Number five is Dying Clips, Climate Change on Full Cycle Records. Shout out to Gerard. Shout out to the drive-by, Massive. Next up, new in the CLS. It's called Tell Me What You Want. It's on the big med school label, Hospital Sister Imprint. Trust me, it's a big, big rhythm. If you want some, come and get some, yeah? We got all the med school crew, Spine, CLS, Fracture and Neptune. Exactly. Not forgetting the icicle from Eindhoven in Holland. They've all got good names, haven't they? Now, number three, it's one of the big, big tunes of the last year. It's a re-entry for Jenna G in love on Bingo Beats. This is a little favourite with all the females in the crowd, isn't it? This is going to be in everyone's New Year's Eve sets, trust me. Number two, it's down one from last week. It's drum sound and bassline Smith, Cape Fear on Technique Recordings. It's a good uh, tune. What's number one? It is BC and Lomax. Lifelines is an exclusive download mix. It's on Spearhead. I haven't heard this, so I'm going to sit back and listen. I've got to say, I haven't heard this either. Spearhead infiltrating the download charts. are available at www.trackitdown.net one of the 
of the best places on the web to download drum and bass. And uh, I can't believe we've nearly reached the end of the podcast. John, have I, have I forgotten to ask you anything? I haven't, I haven't stitched you up at all, man. No, you oh, haven't. You've been, you've been very good. Thank you. I don't even feel like I want to. No, I appreciate that. That's nice. A little lump in the throat there, time. So, um, so tell me about public schooling. <laughs> I knew you'd go there, innit? I'll tell you what, I'll tell you, I'm not the only person that's got a public school job, mate. That's what I'll tell you. On the back foot. <laughs> there you go. Bang! Six runs. How's grammar school time? It was alright, but it's a state school, so I'm alright. <laughs> oh. We won't subject you to any more of that. Here's something brand new, unreleased from Newtown. It's a cut called Mrs. Jones. Big shout to the Dan Newtown. John, thanks for coming on my show. Thank you for finally getting us in here, Tone. <laughs> what we're going to do next episode is going to be a proper mix. Enough people like messaging me going, still talking, just want to hear a mix, isn't it? And like, obviously we can't do that because it's iTunes and if you do that, you're, um, you're basically giving away music for free yeah. and then no one's going to send me any music anymore. So we can't do that. But next episode, it's going to be a proper mix, DJ mix with MC Rec on the mic. It's going to be big, trust me. Thank you for having us, sir. Absolute pleasure. NHS to the fullest, trust Get, get all your information hospitalrecords.com and do send us your demos 24 hour 24 7 aim inbox hospital dubs if it isn't on email me and tell me and I'll make sure it gets turned back on don't forget to come down to a hospitality near you Pleasure next time.